You're listening to the Rugby Coaches Corner Podcast with your host, Andy Plymer. For someone to explain. Bringing you up-to-date coaching concepts from the world of rugby. Sharing ideas to make the game better. Hi everyone, thanks again for listening in and really hope you enjoy this show. Just wanted to let you know that uh, this episode is being brought to you by PSA Academies. Uh, they run the Tignew Rugby Academy in France, and it runs between July 9 and August 2nd in 2017. So if you're a parent or a coach of a 10 to 18-year-old player, boy or girl, and you think they'd like to experience a truly high-performance rugby development environment with international-level coaching, elite training facilities, world-class partners, and cutting-edge sports tech, then they're definitely worth looking into. Uh, they'll also be offering for coaches a coaching development program in Tignew for week three of the Rugby Academy. And those dates are between July 23 and 30. And it's an opportunity for up and coming coaches to work with elite coaches to develop their abilities and, in the process, earn coaching qualifications in an elite high performance training environment. For all registration and contact details, you can check them out via psaacademies.com and as always I'll put that information in the show notes so for now just sit back and enjoy episode number 40 with Philippe Saint-Andre. Okay welcome to episode number 40 of the Rugby Coaches Corner podcast. I'm your host Andy Plymer and joining me today is Philippe Saint-Andre. Philippe is a former national player for France and earned 69 caps between 1990 and 97. After retiring Philippe went into coaching starting at Gloucester who he played professionally for, and then moved to Sale, where they won the Challenge Cup and Premiership title, after which he returned to France to lead Toulon for two years. After that, he took on the French national coaching role until 2015 Rugby World Cup. He now spends a lot of his time heading up PSA Academies, which the Tignu Rugby Academy in France is part of, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Philippe. So bonjour et bienvenue. Yeah, good, good afternoon. How are you doing? Nice to speak with you. Yeah, thank you. You too. So, um, what, what, what was a bit of a what's a bit of a backstory about um, how you became went from being a player to becoming a coach? Well, but you know, uh, when you are play, when you when I was a player and also I was a, a captain of my team, mm-hmm. the French team or in the club in the run, you are all the time involved about the strategy and. Uh, and you need a good connection with your with your coach, and yeah. to have a, a good um, a good communication and and things also about uh, what's happened on the pitch. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the end of my career, uh, I started to to be involved a little bit with bad coach about uh, move about skills, and uh, and after I had the opportunity to to start uh, in Gloucester. A backs coach, after a coach, and after a director of rugby, and you know, uh, I came from old school rugby, or rugby was amateur. Yeah. And after realize, and I, I can carry on my passion, and also to be my job. So it was, a, it was a, a fantastic, uh, a fantastic feeling, and also about my uh, 
my, my, my university, I did uh, sports and science in France. Mm-hmm. So it was also some things, uh, some things was, was an M. Okay, great. And you, you had some really good success with sale, especially um, in the early stages of your coaching. Um, how, what, what was the, the kind of backstory there? How did that develop as a, as a, as a club? But to be honest, yeah, I, I did Gloucester for for a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, we put the team in the, in the top of the English league, second in the English league, semi-final of the Heineken Cup. After I moved two years in Bourgogne, in France, also we were yeah. successful. And after I arrived to Sale, and you know, I was lucky also to arrive with a great generation of player, player like uh, Coeto, Jason Robinson, uh, yeah. Charlie Oxen. Uh, uh, Wigglesworth, Ben Foden was young, and I bring a little bit of uh, player like Chabal, uh, Lobe, and and we had a, a, a fantastic uh, team spirit, some fantastic player. Me, I enjoy of course to coaching, and we did five years and two years very very successful with yeah. on the shield. We won the Guinness Premiership, and he was. A, it was it was great, you know. Yeah, no, it sounds sounds excellent. And what in those early experiences with Gloucester and Sale, what what were probably some of the the big lessons that you learned? Uh, I think you know what he, it was important. It was in the in England, and I came from France, so it was a different vision, you know. And when you go to England, and also you coach uh, when I coach uh, Sale or Toulon. You have 16 or 18 different nationalities, mm-hmm. so you must be very open mind about, uh, uh, of course, the way how to win, but also the way how to develop players and to motivate players because you don't motivate uh, a Samoa players like you mm-hmm. motivate an English player yeah. or a French players. And uh, also, you know, it, it was uh, and, and it's what it is now. Uh, like a director of rugby, you are like a like a boss of a company because you have uh, nearly 18 people in your staff between uh, uh, fitness coach, physio, doctor, osteopath, video analysis, uh, coach of the lineup, forwards coach, and everything. So you need just to to mix with people and try to take the, the best of everybody. What I say all the time is we need to give the key to the players to be to be a better players, and it's what it's matter when you. When you're doing this type of job, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and then after, so after your experience in England, you went on to Toulon and then uh, coaching uh, the French national team. I think I think the Fr- French national team is a, a difficult job, or I think any national coach would be difficult. What What were some of the unique challenges you faced? The French, the French coach is complex. Is very difficult. <laughs> uh, it's very difficult because uh, yeah. So I, I I came back to Toulon and. Uh, I had the opportunity, or the club was just in the starting of the club, what it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I put the structure, the organization. It was no, uh, no gym. Uh, I, I, I create also a, a place to eat for the players to, oh, to be like yeah. family yeah. and to, and and to manage uh, the diet of the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the first year we finished semi-final of the of the league. And the final of the of the European competitions, and the year before they were just uh, one over the bottom. So it was quite quite very good. And after, yeah, I had the opportunity to be the 
the French coach. And when you when you play 69 times for the French club, the French team, mm-hmm. when you ten for 34 times, and and when they they came and proposed me the job, I knew it will be quite tough. But mm-hmm. it was difficult for me to say no because the rugby and the French team gave me everything. You know, mm-hmm. I I traveled from everywhere in the world. I I, I realized so much, so many dreams about the French teams, and I say yes. But after it was quite a big challenge because <laughs> the the top 14 was so strong. It, mm. it was like touching. Uh, is the, the top 14 is like uh, the English um, league in soccer, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, the power in the club, it's a lot of money, a lot of overseas players. And uh, and the problem with with to be coach of the French team, he was access with players. When uh, in New Zealand, the guys are all the time with all black, or mm-hmm. in or they have two uh, weeks before the before a competition, they are together. Me was I never have the access of the player. I have just the player five days or six days before the test in November, wow. five days before the Six Nation. Also, between the Six Nations, the guys was coming back to play for their club. In the right, yeah. So it was quite complicated when you compete against the best team in the world and their process and their system are all focused about their national team. Their oh, international team. And us, all the system is focused about the club. The club. It's, comp- it's very very complicated to ben, to compete in this uh, in this industry, you know. Yeah, so that must have had an influence over what what kind of style of rugby you wanted to play. Um, how, how did you go about looking at the the challenges and then what, what that was going to transfer like to to the style of rugby? But the challenge when you arrive, you know, you you dream, and when you are coach your country, you you want to see the French flair mm-hmm. be back. You want to play a, a very open games with a lot of flair and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, when I arrive, he uh, uh, was so many overseas players in the best team. Like, like uh, Toulon was after was. Uh, French champion a few years after with just two French players on the <laughs> on the starting fifteen yeah. or, or and uh, and uh, I I realized that our strength and uh, no lot of players was uh, was third choice in in their club and because uh, it was a lot of old players retired like Yashvili like Shabal uh, uh, Nale and everything mm-hmm. I need. To to create a new generation of players. And I started to pick some young players and some was not first choice in their club, yeah. but it was a way for them to bring them to, have, to, to get the experience. And, and to be honest, it was, a, it was a fantastic experience. It was tough, it was difficult, mm-hmm. but it was a, about coaching. It was a new challenge and it was, a, it was very challenging. And so, what, what what were some of the things you did off the field to to take away the pressure that you would have felt as the national coach? Were, were there any things, any specific techniques that you used? What it was difficult for me is because I, I coaching before for yeah mm. fourteen years before I take the over the French coach and before 
I was just coaching the club and I have the players next to me for 11 months a year. And this French coach, you have just the guys uh, 70 days a year. Or maybe 80, 80 days a year. And you need with them to try to create a, a spirit, a system, uh, one philosophy. And but with the top 14 so long and the guys was playing 40 games years, the mm. turnover was also time oh, huge. Yeah. You know, you in 2012 we started to beat three times in November, Australia, Argentina, Samoa, and I say, oh, we have a good foundation and everything. Then. And five six months after, half of the guys was or exhausted, or knackered, or injury. Mm. <laughs> and so he did all the time to to start in from the cr- scratch. Mm. You know? mm. And this was a, was, a, was, a, was a difficult challenge, and you can realize And uh, uh, two weeks ago, or one week ago, Bernard Laporte, the new chairman of the French Federation, says that uh, French rugby are in trouble, and we didn't make the right decision politically for the last 15 years. And now he's looking to 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 propose a um, federation federation contract. Yeah. For for forty of the best players, they want and the the player are in contract with the French Federation because uh, to compete against the best team in in the world, uh, you need access of the players. And when you don't have access, you don't control their mm-hmm. their skills. You don't control their fitness. You don't control anything. And the top 14 is so strong and so long because he starts uh, end of July with a friendly game and he, he, he finishes in June with a, with a final. <laughs> so imagine how long, oh, how long it is. And, yeah. All for gods and rugby, it's a, a physical game, you know. Mm. It's not. A, it's you. You don't ask to a boxer to 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 have fifty five during the years. <laughs> and yeah. our players, our players for the last seven eight years, they were playing forty games here. Oh, that's unreal. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, and that probably leads me to my next question um, with the French team now. I've thought for a long time that France will be the next or should be the next uh, European team to win the World Cup. Um, what, what do you think needs to happen for, for that to be a reality? And obviously what Laporte has done is, is huge, that centralised contracts and also uh, the Six Nations this year, the first time ever that the teams, the players didn't go back to the clubs. Do you think there's other areas that need to be addressed? Yeah, we need, and, and it's for this also that I open an academy of a PSA academy because mm-hmm. I think we need to invest a lot about uh, our young players and about the development of the young players and about the, the skills, but also the spirits mm-hmm. uh, and the view of rugby, what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the worst thing is was that, that the last 10 years, our our league was so strong and the, the, the TV right was so strong that we just invest this money about the best player in the world was retiring and coming to play in French rugby. Mm. And we were completely... It was good for business and for entertainment and for the crowd. 
but we didn't put enough resource and enough money about development of our academy, about development of our young players, about invest, about coaching and coach, because rugby grows so quickly in Europe, you know, mm. and uh, the the good coach started to coach in top 14 or second division or federal one because also it's money but do you know the in the in the youth club in the under 15 under 12 under 9 very often he was parents of children but never had played rugby in their life you know so they arrived when they are 16 17 and their development their skills their understanding of the game are not at the levels and we had uh, uh, before in French rugby. And that makes sense, you know, like once they get to that national team, uh, the national coach can't really do much if the person can't pass off their left hand. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite difficult when you say, okay, <laughs> I want to move. And, uh, uh, you know, I have a story like this. I will not say the name of the fly half, but... Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was lucky to coach uh, fantastic fly half in the club, uh, Johnny Wilkinson, oh, yeah. Charlie Oxton, and a lot of good fly half. And when I arrived in the French team, uh, I say, okay, for the kickoff, no, it's finished. It's new rugby, so we don't kick long kick on the 22 meters, but we'll kick very, very high and very short in the middle of the pitch. Mm -hmm. And we put our two best back row very good on high ball. Yeah. To compete because no, the kickoff we we it's a 50 50 and we need to have the ball back. And the first two kickoff, the, the ball didn't do 10 meters and he was firm <laughs> in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. So, after you say, okay, the, the week after you say, first you need to practice and you need to improve, but I say, okay, so this game you will kick far away because we couldn't <laughs> technically yeah. do. No, do the, the things right and I, I think it's why uh, New Zealand are, are so good I think the skills and mm -hmm. the level of understanding the game of all the players are, are outstanding you know? yeah absolutely couldn't agree more okay and what, what about you coaching what, what's your favourite part of the game to coach because I have a, I coached for 18 years mm -hmm. I try to to coach a little bit everything after I am a former winger, so I didn't coach the scrum. But uh, <laughs> I will say that uh, I enjoy to coach the attack. I enjoy to coach uh, uh, the turnover. I enjoy to coach uh, also the strategy of uh, of kicking. Or, or very very often, what I like it is when you do the analyze video about one team. Uh, to identify two or three weaknesses, you mm -hmm. know, and try to put in place a few phase or few strategy to beat uh, the weakness of uh, of this team, you know. But uh, I have also the experience sometimes to coach the defense because also uh, when you work with different team, with different coaching and everything, your job is to try to optimize the potential of uh, the guys work with you, you know. Mm -hmm. And this, so it's good because you learn all the time and it put your mind, you have an open, a, a big open mind, you know, and, and a vision different. So, but 
I will say that, that I like to uh, my the best is attacking to coach the the attacking uh, way and uh, and also to identify some uh, some weakness in uh, in some team and try to to put a game plan together to to win this game and when he when it doesn't work you feel very bad but uh, <laughs> I remember some games or you know. Uh, uh, in, in in international, but more in clubs, and you put a strategy in place, and it works very well. And the things you work on the week, and say, look, after two phase, we'll we'll have a quick guy in front of a prop because the defense like this, and it would be a mismatch, and and it works, and he works on the pitch like he works during the game like he worked on the week in training, and this is a very very uh, uh, satisfying uh, uh, things when you are a coach, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and like to, if you're if you're say coaching attack, how how would you do it? Do you play a lot of games at practice? Yeah, a lot of double, a lot of skills because this mm-hmm. is very very important. Mm-hmm. After this type of rugby, you know, we, you need a quick ball. So I think also uh, the body position, the presentation of the ball, yep. and. Uh, the, the, the quality of the work must be must be very important and, mm-hmm. and after also about the potential of the players because now uh, when you are if you have some players can offload and can uh, pass uh, uh, during the traffic and pass after after to be tackled or behind the shoulder of one guys it's 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 very very it's much more easy you know uh, I coached in Toulon, Sonny B. Williams, and to be honest, I was a better coach in attack when Sonny B. Williams was playing. <laughs> Wouldn't we all be? <laughs> also, you need also, you know, uh, I think you can do a lot of things about uh, the philosophy and bring, uh, bring a, a philosophy to your team, but after, by experience, it's much better when you have great players than when you have uh, average players. You know? Yeah. Um, you you just announced recently. This is pr- this is pretty cool. Uh, you announced um, a couple of days ago that you're going to uh, volunteer as head coach for the for Cameroon um, for for a two week uh, preparation period for the Africa's Cup. Um, that's pretty cool. And um, how, how did that come about? And how do you think you're going to approach that two weeks? Ah, but you know, it's it's like rugby. I think rugby it's about uh, people you meet and mm-hmm. people you know, and uh, and uh, the new manager director of uh, of the of the federation of Cameroon. He was one guy uh, did this rugby with my first club, Roma. You know, mm-hmm. and we keep contact all all the life. And a few weeks ago, he rang me and he sent me a message and said, I need your help because uh, I want, what's the name, uh, build new things in, uh, in Cameroon. And, uh, and, uh, and I say, okay, I am, uh, I am keen to do it for, for the Coupe Africa because it's just t- 13 days and mm. uh, it's the 20 years of the anniversary of their federation. But also, you know, it's, uh, uh they have some great players. They have some great players in Cameroon, but yeah. they have uh, between 18 and 20 players play in France, right, top okay. 14, so Division Federal One, Federal Two. So my first job is to 
contact all these guys and and uh, to be honest they were they are very exciting and very keen to to represent their country to represent their uh, their soul mm -hmm. uh, in in their in their sports you know so uh, first it will be to bring back the more players uh, from good quality from uh, mm -hmm. from France after to identify more backs because Cameroon they have they have a lot of probs, have a lot of luck, a <laughs> lot of guys with strengths, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I find few backs and everything. And after, we'll have not too much time before the first game because I think we'll meet the Tuesday night for the first game, the Saturday. Wow. But after the second game against Algeria will be the week after. So we'll have 10 days, 12 days. So it will be a very challenging but mm -hmm. a very exciting oh, thing to... To bring uh, uh, guys, what's the name, uh, passionate to 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 represent their country and to try to put a, a team together in in few days. So the, my, the key of my job at the moment is that everybody are exciting about this challenge and that all the best players playing in, in professional club at the moment uh, king to come to. To represent their country for the Coupe d'Afrique des, des Nations. Oh, that's, so, that's great. That's... The can. Yeah. So it's, it's and it's you know it's like rugby. It's guys was grow up like like me in the same club. We have the we we came from the same culture and and 30, 40 years after he contact me he say I need help you know and. Uh, and rugby, it's also, I think, the beauty of this sport is this: it's that you are, uh, it's a fantastic sport, but you are nothing in your own. You know, you need the 14, 14 guys around you. Or now we play with twenty-three. So uh, if you win, it's because the twenty-three guys do mm -hmm. the job during eight minutes. And uh, if you lost, uh, because the other team was better, but. Uh, it's it's a very very collective sport. Oh great! Oh, well, look, looking forward to hearing about how the results go, and uh, that's exciting. Okay, um, like like I said in the introduction, you you're, you're spending a lot of time now on the uh, PSA Academy, the Philippe Saint Andre Academy. Um, can you? It's in uh, in Tignu in France. Uh, I've I I did some Google images. It looks unbelievable. It looks like a beautiful place. Um, can you explain the academy a little bit, just in in general? Yes. So, uh, also because after my uh, my experience in 18 years in professional rugby, I think it was important also to to in past time and to involve about development, about mm -hmm. young players, and uh, I did the preparation of the World Cup in teen in in, in uh, area very very fantastic with quality, uh, pH quality, but and you can do 18 or 19 different activities. So my philosophy is just to put uh, people from 10 to 18 years, do you know, mm -hmm. and to maximize their, their potential, but also that they, uh, they have experience in one week, then they, they train like a professional. So we have a, they have a GPS, uh, they, we try to, they, they take lessons about uh, uh, dietitian, about mm -hmm. stretching. Uh, we have a fitness coach, and also I I wanted more about uh, 
I do this in France, but we have a mix of cultures. So I have a South African coach, Irish coach, a French coach, and the same of children. You have, I have uh, children from different uh, different uh, uh, nationality, and this we started last year, and it was a fantastic uh, experience, and and the children enjoy so much, you know. Oh, that's great! Oh, it sounds 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 amazing, and. For for coaches, you've got um, the the Tignew Rugby Academy coaching development course, July twenty three to thirty. What 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 does that involve? Is that uh, coaches looking to just um, you know go to that next level and get that new experience and and develop their their themselves as a professional? Yeah, exactly. Also, what we use is third weeks. First, we'll have still some some children, but a little bit. Uh, advanced children 16 to 18 years mm-hmm. you know uh, so we'll have good children uh, from uh, top 100 in france or from academy to um, la class here it was academy from northampton or, or munster and also I, I it was my, my my thought to say that also we need to have a, a time with different coach come from different areas yeah. uh, to speak to exchange to go on the pitch with his children about what's the name technique about uh, uh, how the rugby improve because also we have a sports or the rules uh, change completely and uh, for people watch uh, the game England Italy mm-hmm. and uh, how Italy did with the ruck I think the the rules of the ruck will change very soon because if not uh, our our sports will be in danger. And uh, also, I will use this week to bring uh, by by my uh, by the, the the people I know a uh, lot of different coach uh, high quality that they will do uh, what's the name like a, a day or they will explain their experience what they do uh, what they do at so specialist of scrum. I will have pre- probably Yannick Bruce, uh, the forward coach of the French team, also to explain how they work with. With uh, with GPS or with the new technology or the relation with referee and everything, and I feel also that uh, when you have lot of coach mixed together, you know, you just learn and oh, yeah. speak and improve so much, and and you come back with different uh, view, different idea, and also you know our job is to is to give pleasure to the to you, to our players so mm-hmm. we need all the time to learn new things to to do new training and because if you do the same routine uh at one time the players are bored and they and they don't learn as quick as they need to do no, i couldn't agree more and uh, that sounds like a wonderful uh professional development opportunity for for coaches interested also the only thing is the last weeks with a lot of coach uh, I think it will be a lot of interesting things during the day, but the, la troisième mi-temps will be also interesting <laughs> yeah, the, the night. <laughs> well, that's, where, that's where a lot of the learning goes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and um, you also offer like uh, packages for, for teams to come over, um, like for pre-season camps and things like that? Exactly, exactly. Also, we do, and we started last year, and it works very well, a lot of for... Uh, Schools uh, want to do a tour or a pre-season mm-hmm. or university like last year. We have a Oxford uh, 
came for 10 days for right. preparation. So we have a lot of uh, team, uh, university and schools, you know, can travel and we are in charge to organize everything. And also if they want special coaching about rugby, but some come for netball, from hockey and everything. And uh, also the resource that we have, we have different sports, we have team, but we have also other different sports near to Perpignan or near to um, to Bordeaux, near to Spain and everything. Mm. And it's, it's a good opportunity also for for children to develop to see a different environment, to see a different culture, a different language. And, you know, uh, me, I learned so much when I, I moved uh, to play my, to finish my career in, in England and he opened my mind so much. And uh, I want carry on to give this and to propose this to the, to the new generation. Oh, that's great. And uh, yeah, it sounds like a, a great way to start off a rugby season is to go to... Uh you know, the, the French Alps or just below the French Alps and uh, have, a, have, a, have a nice week of uh, hard work. Okay, well, we always end the, the podcast with the, the same four questions. When you were a younger rugby player, who was one of the players that you really looked up to? Uh, yes, he was uh, Kennedy, the captain of uh, Harland, Hooker and Doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was fascinated by him and by Jean-Pierre Rive, okay. the back row of the French team. All right. So he was my two players. All right, great. All right, and what, what about now? Who are some of the players that you, you like to watch? Oh, to be honest, uh, a lot, a lot of players I like to watch, but uh, who I will say the, the best one, I like it to watch Audrey Skoll, but he mm-hmm. retired, but he yeah. was... Uh, he, was, he was amazing. Brilliant. Uh, it was amazing to see. Um, at the moment, if I can see one player, Ben Smith. Yeah, he's he's excellent. He would fit into a to a French team easily the way he plays. Yes, he's excellent. Mm, yeah. Great. Okay. And what about what about coaches? Who's a who's a professional coach that you you like how they run their teams? I think it's a lot of good coaching, but to be honest, I know very well Eddie Jones and mm-hmm. what he's doing with England, you know, to, he's, he's in 15 wins in the road, you know, mm. he didn't, uh, no, 16, 16, mm. 16 wins in the road for him coaching in a new, uh, when you take a team over, uh, I think he will be a, a sir. Uh, uh, Sir Eddie Jones very soon in England. Mm, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're doing amazing things for sure. Okay, and then last question. Who are, who are some coaches uh, that, that are not professional in terms of uh, their salary but who are doing really good work? So many guys um, coach me when they were very young, like Francois and everything, and they mm-hmm. still give the passion of rugby for young, young children. And mm-hmm. uh, very often, you know, it's like in school... Uh, one year you like mathematics because the teacher is amazing. The year after you don't like too much. <laughs> and I think it really is the same, you know. Yeah. And when you get some great, great coach, when you are very, very young, you get this passion of rugby for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to my first and second coach when I was five years and seven years because <laughs> they gave me 
the love of these sports for the rest of my life. Oh, that's awesome, and that's a that's a really good way to end the show. Thanks very much, Philippe, for uh, giving up your time. It's uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, and um, you know I'm really really enjoying watching uh, the French team play in this Six Nations, and I'm sure sure you're enjoying the, the their performance and also the competition in general. So. Um, really want to wish you all the best with uh, PSA Academies. Look forward to hopefully uh, bumping into you and talking rugby another time. It will be a pleasure. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Rugby Coaches Corner Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review via iTunes and keep listening for the next episode. You can also follow us on Twitter at RugbyCoachSCNR or via the website at TheRugbyCoachesCorner.com. Until next time, keep sharing ideas to make the game better.